Welcome to another episode of We Don't Die, where my goal is to give you evidence that although our bodies will disappear, we survive physical death. I'm your host, Sandra Champlain, author of the number one international bestseller called We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. Our guest today is Danny Logue. I met Danny at a workshop a couple of months ago and quickly learned how intuitive he is because he knew a lot about me and, of course, he had never met me before. He is a very unique individual who uses many methodologies to help people. He is a certified professional life coach, also a psychic medium, tarot card reader, and even does house clearings and Reiki healing for pets. Danny is very easy to talk to. He cares, and bottom line, he enjoys the process of helping people discover who they are and helping them get where they want to go. His website is dannylogue.com, or you can simply visit wedontdieradio.com and click on episode 125. Danny Logue, welcome to We Don't Die Radio. Excellent. How are you? I'm doing great. Nice to catch up with you again. Yes. Yeah, we yes. met at the beautiful Omega Center a couple of months ago, and it's nice that we've maintained our friendship. Absolutely. Omega was unbelievable, and meeting you was um, exceptional. Oh, you're very sweet. Very tough right now. Yeah. You have a very big, large energy. It was really cool. Thanks. Really was. Thanks. I know very often we go to things and we exchange business cards, and how often do you actually keep in touch with those people? So I'm pretty honored that you and I have a friendship. So it's awesome. I, well, I agree. I agree 100%. And we meet a lot of people in our lives, especially in the work we do, and they're in and they're out, which is a shame because you want to, uh, as intuitives and stuff like that, you want to connect with everybody. Yeah. And um, you can't. Unfortunately, you can't. Um, but you do as much as you can. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. Well, I appreciate you coming. Well, we all appreciate you coming on the show today. How about a little bit about you? You're from, you're living in Colorado, right? I'm living in Colorado, originally from New Jersey, and um, for an empathic psychic medium, New Jersey is not the place to be hanging out, because um, I pick up every vibe that goes on everywhere with moods and stuff. Uh, That's amazing. I finally discovered it was time for me to, to get out of there, and Colorado was the place for me. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. I can just picture it, picture it. Now, but let me ask you, taking us back... Is this something you always had a gift for? Is something that came on one day, something happened, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, things changed? Can you take us just a little bit through your journey? Of, yeah, absolutely. Because how does um, one all of a sudden do this? You know, I mean, so yeah, a little bit about your background would be swell. Okay. Uh, well, I'm in construction. Um, I've had many employment backgrounds. I've tried all kinds of different things. Uh, the biggest thing I can tell you about myself is. I was always psychic, um, but I shut it off when I was eight years old. But the intuitive part, the part to keep me safe and navigating life was always, it never leaves you. So I believe I was born with it. I was able to, at a certain time, and I'll make this brief, um, I used to dream of lottery numbers, and they would win when I was a kid. Really? So I had, yeah, so I had a certain individual who I you know, loved dearly that was basically popping me for information all the time about numbers. And then one day I finally realized, you know what? And I was eight years old, and I was at the refrigerator when this person asked me, you know, did I dream more numbers? And and I looked right at him, and I just said, that's it. I'm not doing this anymore. Internally, I said this to myself, and then I shut it off. So I don't know how big I might have become at an early age. I just shut it down. Um, subconsciously, just like, that's it. 
I'm done. I'm not doing this, whatever. And I went into my own little world. Um, that being said, uh, spirit has a way, universe has a way of making you grow. And through many trials and errors and, like, I knew something was going on, but I just didn't know. I was always accurate with people, but I didn't know what it was. I really, truly didn't. And when I became a certified life coach, that's when everything turned around. They recognized it in me, and they talked to me, and they asked me a bunch of questions, and they told me, you need to look at this really hard because this is who you are. And I'll tell you, when that happened, my everything went together. My life completely changed. Everything, all the stories, everything that I've been through went together. It all made perfect sense to me. Uh, all the questions, most of the questions were answered, and here I am. I just stepped into it really hard. I've always studied metaphysics, always found people extremely fascinating. I still do, um, but there was more to it, and, and, you know, here I am. So it's really fascinating, and it's very gratifying, and how can I explain this? Uh, very sacred to me to allow me to talk to people about their past people that are on the other side or to be with them. It's a, it's a real true honor. It, and, um, yeah, forgive me, I'm choking up. Um, it's okay. It's just a real cool honor to be able to do that. It yeah. really is. Yeah. It's, well, a, it's an amazing thing. Just from what I know about you, and I said it in the introduction, it's like you care about people. And I, I yeah. get the feeling, too, that you've dabbled in all kinds of things for your own knowledge and whatnot. And so you're able to work with somebody and just kind of you know get into what it like for what it is they want or sometimes we don't even know what we want and to have somebody and you know it's neat too from you know I grew up very skeptical on all this life after death and psychic stuff you know but if I heard somebody well he's a certified life coach well then my you know my business mind will say well that's fine you know but then all of a sudden it's like yeah this is who you are this is what you're up to and to have somebody that really on an intuitive level, you know, resonates with you and can help you. It's awesome. It's just awesome. We'll, we'll get into that kind of stuff about you a little bit later on the show. But because the title of the show is We Don't Die, we are here looking and hoping for stories of why people believe in life after death. And, uh, you know, I believe life after death is real. I, I don't just believe it. Like, I know it. And I've, this is my 125th episode. This is big. And there's some of you listeners that have been on every single show. So thank you for listening. Um, but we love hearing stories, Danny. So what what do you think? What you, some of the things you've been, a, you are a psychic medium and you've connected. But why would you, if you met somebody for the first time who maybe just lost a loved one and they say, oh, do you have any proof that life after death is real? Or why do you believe? What would what would you tell them and what would be some of the stories that would give have given you um reason wow. to believe i know there's a lot but yeah too many that i'm reeling and a lot of my readings like i actually forget a lot of this stuff yeah of course um it just goes in and goes out because i'm in the middle right you're I, so I present with people you just tell them what's there exactly. yeah yeah i get it so i had a lady with me recently and um this probably resonate with a lot of people recently um she sat with me, and I was doing actually an animal reading about her cat. Her cat was a real piece of work. I mean, he was something else. No, you say but, animal um, reading. Was the cat deceased? Uh, the cat was here, but there okay. was another cat beside beside that one was on the other side. Okay, so, so you as can I got done doing make... the reading for this lady, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No, you can make those kind of connections too with animals. 
Exactly. Oh, cool. Um, it's all energy. It's all it's all readily available if you know how to tap into it. So she's. I was talking to her, and I said, is there something else? Because I knew there was something else. And I just prodded a little bit and asked her, what else would you like to know or hear or whatever? And she said, I'd love to hear from my father. So I did my thing, learned my trance and that kind of stuff. And um, he showed up, and he showed up with his hand basically started off and showed me four fingers and she said, no, that's not him. That's some other guy. And I said, no, this guy's missing a thumb. Well, she almost flew out of her chair. Um, she's like, that's my father. And then this wonderful man showed up and he showed me where he worked and he told me how he cared for his people. It's very interesting because the energy is so alive. It's not even funny. And I went about telling her how he took care of his people, what he did at this lumber mill, how he managed and how he did this and what was going on, even down to the smells of the lumber. He really enjoyed uh, Fraser Fur, the Christmas tree smell that, you know, mm-hmm. everybody really loved. He was big into milling that and so on and so forth. So we got done the whole session, and she said to me, she was very upset, only because she never got to say goodbye to him, or he never said goodbye. And he, he resoundingly said to me, I heard it plain as day, just like I'm talking to you right now. He said, I'm never going to say goodbye because I never left. Aww. He said, my body left because I'm never, going, I'm never going to say goodbye. And she was really, really, oh boy, I'm getting upset. <laughs> um, me too. I mean, this is, you know, we. I had a guest on a few episodes ago and, you know, it was for people that had unfinished business with their loved ones who have passed away and it was about you know i never got to say goodbye but i love this i never got to say goodbye because i never left yep oh my yep. gosh it was resounding she was so relieved after that it wasn't even funny i mean she i just spoke to her last night as a matter of fact but uh yeah he just told her i'm on another journey i have the cat with me and i, I will see you again <laughs> yeah he had a gray and white cat on his lap and he goes, I'm on another journey, and, and he goes, I'm not saying goodbye. It's just not going to happen. So, uh, you know, when my yeah, was... I don't want to go into one of my stories, but no, it's, just, no, it's no, about no, a cat. No. You know, more people have pets than they have children, right? So, yeah, it, it is a big deal to talk about our animals. And uh, I had two kitties, Millie and Ozzy, and my grandmother loved them. And she's just like, I never want anything to happen with these to these kitties so grammy actually passed away before the cats did and i had a really good uh medium reading and the medium said okay your grandmother's showing up and she's about five foot tall and she's and now this woman didn't know anything about me and she says um your two cats your grandmother's wants you to know that she's with the two cats does this make sense i'm like yes it does and then she says and your grandmother's singing a song i'm just why i'm just wild about harry and she says does that make sense to you who's harry and i said that's my new cat's name is harry (laughs) but i mean it's yeah our our pets are with our loved ones and we're gonna see them all again they're all there yeah Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I love the story, too, because you had no idea. I mean, gosh, our skeptical mind, Danny, always wants to say, oh, that woman must have told you that her father was, a, you know, working the lumber mills. But I'm I'm willing to bet you didn't know that about him. You didn't know about the Fraser fur. You didn't know he was missing a thumb, all that kind of thing. And that's. I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, it was the picture, the movie picture was clear as a bell to me. 
Yeah, that's yeah, validation. So yeah. Yeah. It's um ex- extremely um humbling would be the best word for it. Because you're able to do that, and they're able to use you as that, so they can get their message across, whatever that might be. Hmm. You know, comes in, and it comes in so many different forms. It's incredible. What do you it mean? really is. What do you mean? Well, I mean, that gentleman showed me his his thumb missing. Right? I never, I don't know the man. I didn't know the lady. How would I know that? How would that come about? Right? So, that that takes a question mark right out of your head immediately uh, for the other person. Um, but, you know, they can, uh, I'll give you a prime example. When I was getting into this work, I have a Bible that my grandmother gave me, big old Bible, you know. Never opened it. Sandra, I never, ever opened it. But I always kept it on my bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Always kept it on the top of the bookshelf, but I never, ever opened it. Never. And as I was going through this work and becoming who I was or who I am now, uh, one night or one day I woke up. I went into the office, and the Bible was open. My wife wasn't around. My wife was away on a, on a trip to uh, back to New Jersey, and she wasn't around. So there was nobody there to open this Bible. And I can't remember the exact verse it was, but it just floored me that this Bible was open. So I just shut it again because it kind of freaked me out. But they get, they get their message across that way. They can do things. They can move stuff around. They can... To keep your attention, I mean, literally, you can get smacked up against the side of the head if you're not paying attention, you know, if they want to get something done. Um, the next night, the next day I woke up, same thing. And I'm like, what's going on here? This is in the very beginning of my throes of being a medium and kind of connecting with the other side. So you can have, oh, gosh, you can have many different things, such as um, numbers, numbers showing up all the time. I think you and I spoke about this previously. Yes. Repeated numbers, repeated numbers, repeated numbers. If you investigate, um, you'll find the answer. Um, they have different ways of getting across to you. Some people hear them. I hear them sometimes. Uh, it depends how strong the spirit is. You can smell them, feel them, just like everybody else has been through all this gamut. You can smell them, feel them. I don't see them per se. Um, I only see them in my mind's eye. I don't see them walking around. Um, you can definitely feel their presence. There's no two ways about that. It could be cold. It could be warm. It could be just a touch or a nudge or a soft push um, or, or a tap on the top of the head. It, it runs. It depends on who, who's on the other side and what their, their attention is they want to get across to you. So, and the same thing with animals. And they'll tell you their favorite foods. They'll tell you how they want to be hugged. Animals are awesome because they're wide open. There's no boundaries with an animal. It's, here it is. Here I am. Because there's nothing to love around an animal. They don't really know anger unless they're put in that state or fear, unless they're put in that state. Usually they're walking around. It's just love with an animal, basically. Can you give us an animal so, story of some sort? I certainly can. Um, just recently I went to a holistic practitioner, a wonderful lady, um, put me on a vitamin regime, really, really good lady. And I sat down where that, well, let me tell you, the whole room opened up to me. Um, I said... Okay, she had a dog. It was a Burmese dog. His name was Thor. Beautiful dog. And he's sitting there, and I said, your dog's telling me he wants apples. And she looked at me like I had five eyes. She goes, oh, my God, really? I said, yeah. And I said, he likes peanut butter on the apples. And I said, the apples are the kind that you make, because I could taste, actually taste the apples. They're the kind of apples that you use for apple pie. I don't know what, I guess it's a red delicious. I'm not sure. She goes, oh, my God, that's his favorite apple. 
she goes, like, stop giving them to my son. No, he's over here and he's telling me he wants more apples. And she's like, how do you do that? Well, I, I, he's telling me. And then the cat comes out. And the cat comes running out of the room. And the lady looks at me and she says, the cat never comes out in the daytime. And it comes out at night when my clients are here. It was like midday. What a sweet cat. So I'm petting the cat. And I said, the cat's on me and he wants to be on my lap. And she goes, really? I said, yes. I said, he really wants to be on my lap. And she's like, I told him not too long ago that he's not allowed on anybody's lap because I'm afraid to scare my, my clients away. Yeah. So I don't want him on the lap. Well, I looked at the cat and I said to the cat, this guy's on the shoes. I looked at the cat and I said, come on up. I said, mom says, okay, come on up. He looked, he looked, he walked back and across in front of me for like eh, 30 seconds or so, back and forth, back and forth, jumped on my lap. That cat had such love energy. It was incredible. I could have taken that cat home. That was unbelievable. So they tell you, you just got to listen. Um, you got to be opening, open to it. Does this make sense to you? You got to believe that that can actually happen. And it can. And it can happen for a lot of people. You know, it, it, it's out there. It's just a vibration you can tap into. And it's all about love. All this, all of this, everything that I've run into, it's all about love. Everybody wants to know they're going to be okay. Everybody wants to know their animals are right. They want to know that they can feel again. That's a big piece. It's, oh gosh, I kind of go with this. Is, um, people want to be touched, but they don't want to be touched. How's that? So you have this big heart center. You have, that's all the energy you're going to have that uh, everything comes in and goes out of there. And that's how you operate. And when you tap into that, it's immense. So when I'm speaking with you or when I'm working with you in my office or over the phone or however it may be, I can tap into that energy and you're, it, it'll open and close because if I get too close, what they fear, feel is fear, they'll shut their heart energy down, which will shut my visions down or my, my messages. But if they open their heart up, everything in the world can come to you. There's really... Yeah, I think just people are just afraid of being hurt. So they shut that, that energy center down. They just keep it closed off because of the human population and what we do and what we go through as kids and growing ups and people have different agendas. Unfortunately, some humans have different agendas. Um, that's just, let me clear this up. So that's why when you see an animal, it's automatically open for me, like a dog or a cat or whatever. They don't come to you out of anger. They don't come to you with a hidden agenda. They come to you because they want to be petted and they want to hang out and they, and they like you and they think you're cool and, and they just want because it's all love energy. That's all it is. Until you show them otherwise, they're good with it. If they don't want to be bothered, they don't bother with you. Danny, you know? I, I went to see a comedian um, well, when I was in Los Angeles, I don't know, sometime last year. And this one struck me as so funny because he was talking I mean, he had his bit about animals, but he says, you know, animals don't have the baggage we do. You know, you don't see a dog with his head hung, hung, hung low saying, you know, I never knew my dad. <laughs> and that, I tell you, I think I was the only one that like really bust out laughing because it's like I, I know how we people are. But animals are always so filled with love. Right, yeah. but he was so funny. Oh, I, never, I never just picturing. I was picturing Golden Retriever going. Oh, I never knew my dad. You know, I was going for counseling. <laughs> no, animals love. So, can we talk a little bit about allowing our heart center to be open? Because I also Ooh. think 
and, and this may be just me because a lot of people uh, and you know some people go to a medium and get a great reading from a loved one you know for, that their loved ones with them other people go and it's like well yeah it's kind of generic um maybe you could speak a little bit because i i think my instinct is there's some different variables that need to happen you know there might be something about tuning into the right energies but i also think being the sitter or the person that's the client um, it would, would it make a difference to have this heart center open and how would we go about doing that? Uh, wow, that's a great question. Okay, um, how it works for me, I'm sure with, with you and a lot of other people as well, but for me, um, even even in the, in the general populace, when I'm out playing golf or whatever I'm doing, I generally love everybody. So, in all sincerity, I really do. Now, do I have to protect myself from other people? Absolutely, because there's, you know, people that have narcissism and so on and so forth. That being said, when you call me or when you uh, come and sit with me or whatever it might be, my heart center is open. So what does that mean? It means that it's okay to be with me. You can tell me anything you want. I don't judge you for what went on, whether good, bad, or different, because I'm not the person to do that. Because, heck, I've had baggage. I've got stuff going on. I've had bad podcasts. We all have, right? So I understand that. So that's how you open up your heart center is trusting that the person you're sitting with or the person you're speaking to is not going to use you in any harm's way. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go down the street and say, hey, I know Mrs. Smith and, you know, to her friend and say, you know, a gossip monger or, or that kind of thing. Um because, again, it's sacred to me. So, you know, you could tell me whatever it might be, and I, ju I just feel nothing, in all sincerity, I feel nothing but compassion for you because your journey is different than mine, but I've still been through pain, um, and I understand on some level what your pain is. Usually I can feel your pain. That's the biggest thing when, when I'm with you. I know I just pick it up. That's one of my tools, right? That's what I do. Um, so I can understand I'm part of you. When you sit with me or when you talk with me, I'm part of you. Is that and, what it means to be an empath, that you actually feel people's... Yes. It's a, it's a heavy... Empathic people are heavy clairsentient. They feel everything. Okay. And they feel everything on many, many different levels. Unfortunately, it can be... Um, um, it can be tough. It can be really tough, so you manage it. That's why I, I coach people on that, so they can get through that. Because it can be maddening. It can actually make you really feel like you're going out of your mind with all the stuff you pick up. So, yes. So, bring, bring, bring back to when you sit with a medium, know that you trust them. Find a good referral system. You know, find somebody that's gone to a medium. Don't be afraid to go and say, hey, I really want to see a medium. You know, they're not all, a lot of people say they're kooky or to try and get your money. My first thing in business or whatever, when you sit with me, if you don't like anything I've said, done, or otherwise, you walk out of here free. No worries. Keep money, it's okay with me. I'm okay with that. That's fine. Wow. Sometimes you don't connect because people aren't open. Um, but you have to be open. You have to come and you have to trust that you're not going to be harmed. You're not going to be manipulated. And that's the outside world that gets in the way of the work that we do. That's the difficult part. You know, it's all woo-woo and all this other stuff. It's not. It's actually a profession. It's a, it's a deep profession that people need to be aware of. They really do. 
Um, so when you go to these psychic fairs and stuff like that, they're a little kind of out there. Um, mm-hmm. That's not what real mediums are all about. Real mediums are about helping people. That's the biggest thing in a nutshell. It really is. Yeah, I've interviewed so, some... Yeah. No, sorry to interrupt you. No, no, no. Where's the I've interviewed a number of people in the UK, and as mediums, as their profession, um, if they don't have a connection within it's either the first 10 or 15 minutes i think it's 10 minutes um then you as the client you can say you know what i'm not feeling anything i'm not getting anything this isn't working for me same thing with the medium he could be with a client and the energy might not be there and you know they say you know i hate to tell you this but i'm not getting anything because that happens yeah. and in the first 10 minutes if it's not going anywhere either you or the medium can say okay let's call this quits and nobody pays and so i like that level of integrity that you care enough and it's you know even when people give money back guarantees like i'd rather buy from somebody like that you know because it speaks volumes that you're really you're really out there to make a difference and you need you want it to be a win-win situation um, yeah, because your do. name's on the line. So thank you for having that level of integrity, by the way. Well, I appreciate that. I really do. Um, it's just not fair. You sit down with me, and your heart is open, and, you, and you're really, truly trying to get something. If that's the case, something will transpire. Something will happen. Um, but if it's not, and you're skeptical and stuff, it's just not the right fit, and just move on. You know, if I were to make a living at this... Um, naturally I gotta go do something else which I do anyway but um, you know it's just it's not something to be I I had to learn the lesson the hard way with this it's not something to be toyed with because if you do um, try to make it a solid business so to speak without really truly helping anybody um, you'll get shut down oh you'll get shut down you won't get anywhere yes I found out the hard way um being an entrepreneur such as I am, I'm like, wow, this is really cool. I didn't know it was a gift. I really didn't know. I was like, wow, I could do this. I could do that. And man, oh man, did I get hammered. I mean, I got waffled. Um, And I was like, oh, I see. I did not respect this at all. And I got, I got, pardon my expression, I got my tail handed to me, you know, and I had to learn the hard way. But um, since then, since Tony Stockwell, that was a big opening for me. Um, it's been a different ballgame altogether. And Tony really Stockwell, has. for anybody who's listening, that's the workshop we both attended. He's a very famous uh, British medium that we attended a workshop with him. Yeah, so awesome. where do we go now in this conversation? What do you think? Where do we go now? Where mm. do we go now? So life after death is real. You're passionate about helping people. How about yeah. some of the, where do I want to even go? I'm just thinking. Um, oh, I know where I want to go. <laughs> well, no, I, I have a. Um, gosh, what I think I call him an executive coach, or that's what he calls himself. Anyways, okay. he's he's a fella in my life that I met years ago, who actually started his own practice of being a coach. And I thought, well, what the heck? You know, I know you. I'll work with you. Yeah, we'll just see how this goes. Not having any real idea that I would continue. And this is not to sell you as a life coach, but it's just to tell 
people and to like really acknowledge this for myself that this fella knows me better than any human being really knows me because in my life I'm not married I live with my aunt and the cat named Harry I have lots of friends um, I've got a lot of close friends I got my mom but around different people I've got my work besides doing the radio show I have a catering business um, so people in the different realms know me as yeah you know there's a common denominator Sandra but you know you listening to this radio show right now you actually know more about me and my passions and my life after death pursuits and what do I think what I think it is to be a human than even my mother or my aunt knows you know they, they don't listen to the show and not knocking me but they don't so you know a side of me that they don't know and this guy his name is Elix he's my coach and I'm sure, Danny, you're the same way with people. When you have that trust that you can, I can be 100% who I am around this person. And it's just a phone call we have once a month. And there is something so beautiful. Like, I feel like he's a soulmate to an extent, not a love interest soulmate, but just somebody who gets me. And the thing is, is he knows He's helped me really be clear as to who I am, where I want to go, the areas of my life that are not working, and without judgment and without any making me wrong, he talks to me like the person he knows that I want to become in the world. And I tell you what, it, and I, I bet you you do the same thing with your clients. There is nothing like the relationship I have. And every now and again, I think, oh, my God, you know, am I am I paying for this? You know, like, you don't because, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty cheap, you know, and I'm like, well, you know, um, but it, it is something. So it's like every time I have a call with him, it's like coming home. It's like saying, okay, here's all the crap that I've been through. This is what I've done. This is where I want to go. And by the end of every conversation, I'm restored again to like what my dreams are. Does that right. resonate to you and how you are with people? Oh, um, without a doubt. And it's funny. I'm gonna we're gonna do a little mini session here. I guess you would say. Okay. Um, when you call him on the phone and you can speak in in any way, shape, or form you want without any bias in any way, that's hard energy. You're yeah, open. Yeah, yeah. You're wide open. It's like talking to your mother kind of thing or whatever. I don't know. Where no, not even. Yeah, no, it's not even that because, you know, mother, you know, you don't want to date this guy, Sandra. This one pushed me down the stairs, you know. It's right, funny. Right. But to have that pure... And, and even when I'm afraid sometimes and I think, oh, God, I told him I'd do this this past week and I never did it. He doesn't judge me. He's like, okay, let's just start from here. Exactly. So, okay, that exactly. is hard energy. Yes. So hard energy is to uh, ask you one question. Where do you feel that? When you call that man on the phone and you say X, Y, Z, where are you feeling that in your body? It's the center of my chest. Aha. Uh -huh. And what does it feel like? Open. Open, great. Is there any other, is there uh, any, is it cold? Is it warm? Is it soothing? Um, it's warm and it's a feeling of like coming home. Yes. Yes. Connection. Cool. So, if people are listening to this radio show now, 
when you're speaking with somebody like that, a medium or whoever it might be, um, this is where the awareness piece comes in. Why do I feel this way around this person? Where is this coming from? You know, what does that feel like? And it's like, is that okay? If you're getting that that vibe, you're getting that feeling such as you just expressed, it's correct. It's never wrong. Where it's wrong is in your head. Because you connect with that and it's like, whoa, I haven't felt this in a long time. What's going on here? This can't be right. All this other stuff, your monkey mind starts running in on it. And then it shuts you back down. Right. So you go through the wave until you, until you understand what that connection actually is. And it's unfortunate because we all have this. We all have this. We all can go there. We all can be, uh, not kumbaya, but we all can be friends here. We can all, you know, pretty much be in each other's presence and really enjoy just being in each other's presence. Not the ego part where I do this and I do that and look at me. It's more like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Tell me what's going on with your life. That's really cool. That feels really nice. Let's, let's delve in a little further. That's how it works. It should just flow like that. Mm, and you know what, when I, I'm going to use the term fall in love, not a romantic fall in love, but you can use it as the romantic fall in love. When you really connect with somebody and dig somebody, whether it's a, a new friend or somebody you see on stage, or maybe it is a romantic partner, I think that's what you fall in love with is when the person is open like that, when they have their heart open. I mean, you're getting their, their true, true essence, their their true being and that is exactly. so damn attractive <laughs> really whether it it's somebody you're going to work with or somebody you're going to date or a, a new friend and how come but let me ask you this because i think all of us want to be at a place where we're open like gosh i to, if i could imagine being 24 7 the open person i am right now in all areas of my life Oh my God, that would be great. Um, but I don't have that confidence all the time. Uh, right. Um, but I mean, I, I recognize it and I thought, okay, I can do this. But what is it that shuts us down? Do you have any sense of that? You know, I would think we once had it, like you said, eight years old and all of a sudden something shifted. Um, you know, kind of what happens to us human beings and how can we get it back? Well, it's always there. That's the first part of it. Um, how do you get it back? First of all, it, the human experience is tough, right? I mean, we have so many people that are egotistical and believe in this and believe in that, and there's all those things going on, right? There's this religion, that religion, um, you know, or whatever it might be. I'm right, you're wrong. Just the I'm right, you're wrong thing really gets in the way. Yes, it um, does. You know, and, and the harmful piece of people taking advantage of you, like, you know, unscrupulous people. You're going to have them. It's just part of the human race is and it's a, it's a shame so how people can work with this is just pay attention to how you're feeling around somebody you know when you meet a new person whatever or you want to be friends all right great example you and i met at omega bang there's no no issues right bang it was right there right you were open you were ready you were there there was no what's he going to do to me that kind of thing or whatever there was no what's the matter with her that kind of stuff there was no judgment in it and that's what it comes down to, the judgment piece. Now, you're going to have it. You're going to judge. It's human nature because of what we've been through. We've been through a lot of hurts and stuff. That being said, if you back up to where you're at now and you back up five years ago and you had a lot of wrongs done to you, do you think those same wrongs can happen to you again, knowing what you know now? Uh, no. 
Right, exactly. Mistakes so happen, but for the most part, I grew. Yeah. Exactly. Most people still hang on to that happened in the past, and they stay there. Mm. Yes. In, in order to protect themselves, when knowing that, all right, I've been through that crap. Yeah, it hurt. I didn't like it. It wasn't any good. It wasn't fair. Whatever it might be. Now you're at this space. That can't happen again. I already know that game. That game's over with. So what's the new game for me? The new game is, all right, I want to meet this person. Let's see what they're all about. Let's see what's going on here. And then I'll let my body or my mind or whatever, however it works for you, tell me what's going on here. If it resonates, which you spoke about earlier, it'll resonate. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And know that that's okay and you move on. And there's no no harm, no foul. Just move on. Hard for people to do. Very hard for people to do. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to say no. It's difficult to, to make a boundary and say, you know, no, nah, it's not for me. And be okay with that. That's really hard because then your other part gets in there with your beliefs of, oh, they're judging me. They don't think I'm right, this, that, and the other thing. It's standing in yourself is the biggest difficult piece in this whole thing. Um, it, it is. But, it's very hard. What do you think, from everything that you viewed, is the purpose for life for us? Because there's so many ups and downs, and yeah, we grow, and sometimes we get stopped, but do you have ideas of what you think our journey is about being a human? I think, wow, that's a great question. Now I'm going to be pondering that one all day. No, that's a good one. Um, It is a great one. For me, I'll just say for me, um, it's about connecting with people and bringing people together as a whole. Um, unity, um, place of safety. I think um, I think also with the political agenda that's going on here is a lot of people are going to get together so we can support each other um, against the so-called tyranny of government, right? But it's really about an awakening of yourself. I think being on this earth is to learn how to awaken yourself from not what goes on in the material world here, not what goes on with making a living because that's going to be a part of it. You still have to do that. Not a lot of fun, but you have to do that. But it's about awakening yourself to what you really are and who you really actually are. Find out who you are. Look, look at yourself. Start asking questions. Find out what you're all about. Find out how you tick. Find out how to go. And then bring somebody else in on that and involve them with it and show them, look, take a look at this. It's not all just about making money or this and the other thing. It all, all comes down to open up your, for me, open up your heart center and touching people as much as you possibly can. Big or small. You don't have to go and heal the world. It could be just a handshake and just a friendly or well and sit down and have coffee with somebody. It's that simple or just a high in the street or whatever. I just think people need that. I really, truly do. And um, it's not about the material piece of it, which we're all involved in on some level. Yeah, we have so to be to survive, right? table. Yeah, and exactly. things like that. You and yeah. I had spoken on the phone a few days ago, and we were talking about, um, you know, you're saying learn how to awaken yourself to who you really are. There is, I believe... Everybody really is somebody, you know, and um, if you were to ask six people in your life to describe you, they they describe this phenomenal human being. But then you in your own shoes don't feel that way. 
you know, mm. do you know what I'm talking about? There's this disconnect. Yeah. And how can yeah. um, human beings be that way, you know? Oh, wow. Great one. Um, geez. And it's a shame because, you know, if we felt our immenseness, which we have at times, it scares a little bit in hell out of everybody, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, well, what me was that it big. you told me? I mean, it was ultra, like, in my face when I first met you. You're like, you're going to be on stages and, you know, really powerful. And I'm, you know, it was overwhelming. And plus, but there's a, a, a part of me that, like, that's what I've set my sails to. That's the direction I want to go. But right. it was confronting. And you're like, oh. you have no idea how powerful you are. And I forgot what else you said, but. Big, very big. Big. Extremely big. <laughs> going places, going far, for big. sure. Yeah. That's what about it. Um, that's who you are is your soul essence. Uh, we get caught in this body. This body is really tough to be in um, for the soul kind of thing. It's not, it doesn't allow you to expand as much as you actually soul radiates. And then the other piece that gets in, in your way is your mind. That's why they talk about meditation or, um, you know, getting out of nature and stuff like that so you can actually feel who you are again instead of being in this concrete jungle, um, you know, whatever might work for you. So how, what's the separation gap? Usually it's the mind. Um, the mind gets in the way. Pre-programming of, you know, what you were taught as a child and all that stuff, it just kind of runs on there. Um, I highly suggest seeing people like yourself or me or somebody or go to Omega or wherever it might be so you can open your soul back up again mm -hmm. and clear your mind all that stuff. Um, that'll get you on a path of knowing. And the knowing will help you expand. How's that? Yeah, it's perfect. And when you come back, it's like a rubber band. You know, you stretch a rubber band, it never goes back to the same shape again. So you stretch it and it goes back, but it doesn't go back all the way. And then you stretch it some more. And it goes back, but it doesn't go back to where it was before. It stays a little bit wider. Do you see your own volume? I, I do, yep. And that's what you have to do. So you have to step into it. Not an easy thing to do. Not, and it's not for everybody. No. But yeah. it is available. It is available. Yeah, and you get you yourself know? out there um, further than, gosh, well, the only example I can give is just something from my life long ago. You know, I really started buying in that this life after death was real. And I I really thought that, like, I have a, if I could share some of my stories and talk to people and, and it would really help people. But everything in my system was like, Sandra, nobody's going to listen to you. You're not good enough. Yeah. You know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And I had a choice. Either I could let that voice win or I could take a giant step so far out there that I can't turn back. So I've got the book, We Don't Die. I've got now this radio show with thousands of listeners around the world. Guess what? I can't turn back. And one of our listeners, Pamela, you know who you are. You know, Danny, every time I say something negative about myself that... Because I'm still human. We all are. But it's easy to try to buy into what the, the mind is saying. Oh, so she sent me two emails catching me. You are a powerful woman. You own two businesses. You do this. You do that. It's really cute. So, Pamela, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I think as human beings, we need to catch each other on this. We need to um, extend ourselves further so that people know us as 
the person we want to become. I hope that makes sense. That's not. No, absolutely. Um, and I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. I'll, I'll make this brief. And one thing is the fears of the unknown is daunting. Um, and it's not true. That's the whole part that's hard for everybody to get through their mind or their body or however it works. Um, you know, the fear, they say, you know, accept the fear and do it anyway. Well, that's really true. I mean, because we make up so much stuff in our heads and none of it's true. That's the funny part about it. So, like, you stepping into your radio and show and stuff, and who am I and all this other stuff, well, that, you know, who are you not to? Yeah. Who are you not to? Why can't you? Why can't you? Yeah, exactly. Because your head's not there. Yeah. Nothing else. Nothing else but your head. Well, I'm taking his words. I'm going to eat those really soon. <laughs> That's going to come back to haunt me for sure. Oh, God. Yeah, talking about um, fear, my dad used to say 90% of what you fear never happens. happens the 10% right. that does isn't as bad as you thought it would be. You know, something like that, he said. That's exactly right. Yeah, so my dad used to say the same thing. He said, you know, all the stuff that you worry about, he said 2% of it might happen. Might happen. Might. And it's all, all contrived in your head. So how do you get out of that? Support groups, people. Um, get with a coach. Get with uh, whoever on, you know, your best friend. Team up. You know, double up your energy with other people. Triple up. Get as, with as many like-minded people as you can and watch how far you can go. Don't sit home alone. I'm going to eat these words, too. Don't sit home alone um, thinking about what might be or could be or whatever. Just get out there and mingle around. Get with people you're with to raise your energy level. Yeah, the worst place any human can be is alone in their own mind when your mind's on a negative tailspin. You know, you need right. to be out with people and... and Yep. and all that and some people have mastermind groups uh, another lady calls it committed listener she's got a friend that um, they they just talk once a week and they you know the person just listens and, and cares and loves them and uh and yeah whether you spend the money and have a coach whether you whatever that is to have somebody that you can be open with that knows you and supports you and who you're being I, I think you know my personal thing of the journey of life yeah is to awaken yourself to who you really are it's to serve people I think there's um myself this is just my feelings like there's it's an education for the soul and you know I've been on this planet 50 years now and I want to do a lot more stuff in the next 50 you know I don't want to be in the same place I was 30 years ago I think I would have you know, not gotten my money's worth out of being here this time. So it, it is a growth spurt. But yeah. to, yeah, it's, what, any advice as to being courageous, that, that's coming up for me. Because I know we all have things that stop us. And um, I, um, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, Why well, I still have this thought in my head. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no. I still have this thought in my head. Um, I think, okay. Here's my opinion. What I've run into being a coach, being a person uh, in life and stuff like that. We all think, yes, we are big. We all are, we all have the potential to be way larger than what we perceive ourselves to be. Correct. I mean, we all are told that and so on and so forth. Yes, we are. We're told that we can be anything we want to be. Yep. Right. But who's to say, there's food for thought here. Who's to say that it's supposed to happen in this lifetime? 
who's to say that you need to do this now? Who's to say that you can't do it in small increments instead of making giant leaps? Some people can do a giant leap. Some people can eat all that cake in one shot. Some people need to take little baby steps. I mean, seriously small baby steps. And know that that's okay. And I think the programming that we have growing up is, you know, you can do it, you can do it now, that's the American way, right? Bang, 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 get it done. Um, it's not the way, you know, for everybody. Everybody does it completely differently. And just know that, you know what, all right, that's enough for today. I can do five minutes of that and that's it. And that's okay. You don't have to be driven. Not everybody's driven like that. Not everybody gets messages the same way. Not everybody eats the same way. But we're all programmed to think that it has to happen now, and we, I should have been a success by now, and this should have happened by now. That's the American culture. So that's something that somebody could take home and think about a little bit. It's like, you know, it's all right to, to be this for five minutes or ten minutes or whatever, and that's what it is. Mm. And that makes sense? Makes sense, and I think it's a waste of time for people to say, Oh, I shouldn't have done this. If only I have done this. You know, that's well that's another mind game. Don't fall into that trap. Because at the yeah. time we make, and you know what? We have all have things that we wish we had done differently. But at the time, we did the right thing we knew to do. So have a little that's compassion, exactly. compassion for your younger self and mm. and move forward now danny do you believe that we have guides and angels and people Lovely. in the unseen world that are helping us on our journey oh like you wouldn't believe oh, same <laughs> about that. yes absolutely uh, my father-in-law got me out here to colorado um i didn't know the man i carried his dog tag with me all the time um long story on this one but i'll make it short he was feeding me messages and telling me stuff, and I didn't know who he was at the time. And then um, at the time, I kept hearing Marine. I kept hearing Marine. And at the time, I was buying boats and motors and fixing them. So I figured, you know, okay, Marine, no big deal. He kept telling me Marine. He kept telling me um, Vista, Vista, Vista. Um, I didn't know what that was at the time. Well, the Marine thing was, he's a Marine. Hmm. He, was, he was a sergeant in the Marines. That was the part that really opened my eyes. Somebody actually said, is this man a Marine? I'm like, oh, my God, that's who's been talking to me. But he was urging me to come out here to Colorado, like you wouldn't believe. He kept giving me messages where to stay, where to go, that kind of thing. And they weren't perfectly clear, but they were persistent. I mean, he was so persistent in having me search. It was almost like I was being driven by another person. Um, so, yes, you have – here's the neat part about this. Um, I find extremely interesting. You have so many people on the other side um, that are in your corner and are willing to help you, um, if you if you're willing to be open and allow them. Mm. You know, you know the meditation part. Yeah, okay, that'll get you in touch. But you know, just just be still and listen and pay attention to what goes on around you. It, it could come in many different forms. Have you ever? Here's one for you, Sanjay. Have you ever spoken to somebody? And you're having a conversation. They said something to you, but you actually heard something completely different. Yes. Does this make sense to you? Yeah. Well, how does that happen? Where does that come from? We're using that person as a vehicle to get the point across to you that, hey, pay attention. Here's what's going on. You know, yeah, whatever that message might be. Um, but you actually heard something completely different than what they actually said. You got a different message. So to use that other person 
And that other person never even knew that, that the spirit used them for that thing. They just used them as a medium to get their point across to you. That's hmm, one I, example. I gave a speech once, and I actually felt like I lost myself. Like, I don't even know what mm -hmm. I just said. And when I got yes. off the stage, I had four people say, you know, when you said X, Y, Z, that really hit home for me. And I don't even remember saying that. But apparently <laughs> I did. And it was yeah. in that moment that I must have been so present. I thought, oh, boy. So somebody was yep. speaking through me. That's exactly right. So it can come in many different forms. Many different forms. Um, and it'll mock you. When you get the message, you'll know it. How many times have you, have you gotten a message like, oh, my God, I just got my answer? It yeah. never comes in the form that you think it's going to come in. Mm -mm. It might, but it's highly unlikely. They're going to use another vehicle to get it across to you because on the material plane here, it's the only thing they got to work with. Right, right. And you I know? really like that you said baby steps. There's some passage in the Bible and, there, and a lot of the, uh, oh, some ascended master said it, but it's like if you, gosh, if you take one step forward, they take two steps with you or something like that. It's to, to get, take any action yes. yourself will allow, and this is my belief again, those in the unseen world to work with you, but nobody's going to do it for you, but they right. will work with you. So even if well, we can, like you say, just take a baby step. You, you don't have to see the whole journey, but just right. lay, one maybe one baby step into your dream or one baby step into um, something you're, you're afraid of. Just baby step, and then you'll be yeah. helped with, you know, those with the unseen world. Danny, our time's going by fast, so I don't want to miss the opportunity to ask you a little bit more about you, if you want to give your website, and um, just some of the services you offer. Because well, um, when I, I well no when I read in the description I'm like Reiki healing for pets house clearing I'm like what is he talking about anyway so yeah <laughs> you want to take just just share a little bit about how people can get in touch with you um, and I mean certainly go to we don't die radio .com, click on episode one two five see the picture of Danny and uh, you know you can contact him through there but just a little bit about you know if somebody if this episode has made a difference in someone's life and you're listening like I might want to talk to this fella um, yeah what is it that you offer um, again I the biggest thing that really offers peace of mind um, it could be through your pets or people on the other side um, yeah that's a huge gift really truly. Um, I, I, in my mind I feel it, it's the biggest because I see people come out, come out of my office or off the phone and they're relieved um, yeah. That's the biggest thing, and I like relationships. So I like to stay in touch with people that they go in and out. Uh, that's the biggest thing that I can offer. Uh, the coaching part, I can get right to the point to where you need to go and what you want to be. You don't need to discuss with me very much. I'm pretty much already going to know um, whether you want to take the steps to go there. That's the other piece. Uh, you have to work with me, but I'm not, I'm not a tyrant. I just see it, so um, I want you to get there as quickly as you possibly can. Um, so, I'll, so that I'll loving push. <laughs> I'm sorry? That loving push. You know, know. you love them, you support them. And you work with businesses too, right? Businesses, business owners. You're, uh, I do. Um, I, usually, I usually work with business owners that are failing mm -hmm. or just starting. 
so I can ramp them back up, show them where they need to be, or uh, work with their energies. It really comes down to the owners and working with them. Mm. Or a uh, new startup business where I can get people to be more level-headed. My, I guess the strongest piece is I bring logic to this metaphysical thing. Um, people come to me and I can explain to them what's going on here and how it works. I'm not woo-woo. No, I'm, the, I'm the level-headed medium, I guess you would say. This is how it works. This is what goes on. This is what I feel. This is what I see. And here's how it works for you. And that's it. And then you come out of here thinking, wow, it's not a crazy world. It's not a uh, witchcraft. That kind of thing. Right. Not about that all of me. Right. Not at all. Um, so that, those are the best things I could tell you. You can check out a website, which will be getting updated shortly. Um, and it's just it's just an enjoyment to be with everybody. It really, truly is. I don't care where I'm at, what I'm doing, whether it's reading or not reading or whatever. It's just it's just awesome to be with everybody. It's awesome to find out about what's going on with them. Not about me. How's that one? It's not about me. About you and yourself, and what's going on with you. Yeah, but I'll it, get to meet you later. It's definitely a powerful position. I had once once been a coach in a coaching program, and uh, I had six coaches, I guess you call them. And yeah. it, over the three months I was with them, to see the difference they took in their own lives and in their own projects and their own relationships, and to see and really to get that it was you know, who I was being as a coach behind it, just like you. And when you start seeing people really have um, you know, outcomes, like really good outcomes, it's like there's almost a responsibility there that you're good at it uh, and it feels good to do it. And you give people peace of not mind and you also give people results that, you know what, that's your life's purpose. That's your calling. You better just keep on keeping on. You know, so, so that that's cool. What, what is it? Can you just uh, mention what the house clearing is? I know what it is, oh, but sure. I'm just, um, I think, absolutely. really, you do that, huh? <laughs> and well, it's not a house cleaning. Can... You don't fly yeah, to someone's house and, and clean it. <laughs> yeah. There's spick and span. You're Mr. Like clean. That. That's not what this is. <laughs> no, not at all. It's about changing the energies in the house, and it really does work. Um it's pretty fascinating. You can make a room that just doesn't feel good to you at all and do certain processes with sage and some other things that I do and get rid of it. You can tell spirits uh, that have been hanging around the house or hanging around the office that, that they can go, that it's okay or whatever. You can speak to them and get them going. But there's a couple things that I do, depending on the house and what your situation is, that will actually make it feel better. Uh, it'll actually calm the energy down where you can actually use that room again and we'll um, be able to sit in that room and be comfortable. Um, it's, it's actually really fascinating. Um, you see dogs completely calm out. They just, just lay right out. After you get done, they just lay on the floor and they're, they're knocked out for like two, three hours because it just changes all that disturbance. It's, it's pretty fascinating stuff. Um, you could, how can I explain this? Um, for the most part, you're just changing energies in the home. And there's a process that I do that changes the energies in the home so you can be at peace with everything. Just bring it back down to where it needs to be. Yeah, I've walked into places and people say, oh, you feel good vibes or you feel bad yeah. vibes. And it that's yeah. all the energy that you're talking of. And, and I just have to back up just a little bit because you talked about spirits in the house and all that. Is it, you know, Do we all have to live in fear that we've got some 
earthbound spirit hanging out? Uh, great question, and absolutely not. Um, Good. Only your mind will let me Amen. do that. Amen. Yeah, I was hoping you'd say that because it, it's not what I want to leave people with. That you know. No. Okay. No, they um, they're just it's all love energy. They're just there because they can't pass on, or they just haven't let go to get to the other side, or they're trying to get a message to you, but they're not there to haunt you. Um, they're there sometimes to make their presence known. Um, sometimes play games with you, like you put something on the shelf and they knock it off. You know, just just to get your attention, just to to do that. But they're not there to haunt you. It's not. That's in your head. <laughs> that's truly in your head. Yeah. Uh, on the other side is not for love. There's no con- no containment. It's wide open. Oh. You know, it's not. Oh. It's not evil. Yeah. It's not evil at all. It really isn't. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. There's a. I haven't had this woman on as a guest, but there's a book out called "Do Dead People Watch Me in the Shower." And uh, I love that title. But I mean, it's a real thing. I mean, you know, if we, if there's just this thin veil between us and, and heaven or the other world or the afterlife, whatever you want to call it, you know, you start thinking, oh my God, they're watching me. No, there's love, there's support. I believe people are busy. Everybody's still got their growth of a soul. And even though they might not be on this earth plane, you know, they're they're up to stuff, but they're only a thought away and they can be with you and open your heart center. I love that. And, and, And watch for more things and, you know, find that place in yourself that you're being true to who you are and then show that to people. And yep. uh, and you'll be amazed at, you know, I call them miracles, things that, that show up. So, Danny, thank you for being our, being our guest today. I absolutely love this. Um, this was wonderful an opportunity. It really, truly was. Like, Sandra's been, been a blessing to meet you. It really has. Oh, thanks. Uh, and you're, like I told you before, you're going very far. You will be, you're going to be big, I'm telling you right now. Yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> I'm speaking in sure. confidence. I am powerful. Yes, yes, I am. Are. And I am, I know who's listening. A lot of powerful people also. Mm-hmm. We are not who we think ourselves to be. We are who other people say we are. So mm-hmm. I vow and everybody vowed. Let's start operating and looking at that. Take take a baby step, like Danny says. Um, let me just close this episode and thank you, our listener, for being here today on episode 125. Can you believe it? Wow. Uh, reminder, we just spoke with Danny Logue. His website is, let me just spell his name, D-A-N-N-Y-L-O-G-U-E dot com. Or again, go to We Don't Die Radio, episode 125. Um, and in closing, my name is Sandra Champlain. I have been your host on We Don't Die Radio. I personally, with all my heart, believe that life is an education for the soul and that your life here on earth is important. And I love how Danny said this, that our loved ones are never going to say goodbye because they never left. You are not alone. You are fully supported and you are loved. So thank you for listening and we'll see you soon.